Here we go. Here we go. I believe we are live. Welcome, everybody, to another Break the Rules BTR. Coming all at the way you live, <laughs> all the way live. Welcome, everybody. I am Lev Foliakov, your gracious, humble host. Noodleheads was asking, no, Radion Rashunklyov was asking, why'd the last left stream go private? I'll tell you why, because of OPSEC. If there are certain naughty words that get uttered by people we know and love and cherish, yes, we want to make sure certain... they keep... A certain special K word that uh, was by someone who is a member of the tribe, but I don't know YouTube. Not that they, not that YouTube has some racial profiling type of uh, face physiognomy <laughs> camera. But <laughs> we all love special K, but you know sometimes yeah. there's a yeah, time and a place for that. Yeah, there is indeed. And this brings us to Black Com Pilled. Oh yeah, Welcome, you forgot to introduce me, Lev. As and Giovanni. Oh. Look, I'm a, I'm an asshole, Giovanni oh, Panichetti. Got distracted. House. Yes, I was distracted by that beautiful, handsome face and that beautiful uh, crown of a. Well, I wasn't. I was okay. I was talking about you, Gio. Actually, I think I was talking about you, but I am also talking about black com black com pilled wearing the beautiful <laughs> crown, the African. Fuck crown. gets me. It gets me every time. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was an black <laughs> it was an inspired moment for sure <laughs> i would think i was high or something by the way first first things first um, we have a, a super chat from super iron bob he had a 20 dollar one before that which apparently i lost within the chat fray here i don't know if you have it here geo but yeah dollar right after remember, that says, circles are dangerous circles are dangerous but before That's, that you get a 20 dollar yes. one mm -hmm. remember all you good little boys and girls don't go too hard um don't glow too hard today. So, yes, we will... Uh... Yes, you, you guys have to have respect for how long it takes to edit these YouTube things. You have to go into the yeah. YouTube editor, then you have to wait until the YouTube editor loads, and then you can actually go about and editing something. So, please, no, no gamer words. But uh, I mean, we don't censor the chat. That's our policy, except for gamer words and things of that nature. Um, but, yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. That's uh, oppression. Yeah, I know. Um, we have nothing to lose but our chains, um, obviously. <laughs> um, but so we have uh, Black.com Pilled. Um, you've been around for quite a while. Of of course, the uh, amazing podcast, The Fed Post, which I try to listen to all the time. Hey, thanks, man. I recently listened to... Um, well, I mean, well, the bunch of recent ones, but I've, uh, the one I just got finished was the one with Twink Revolt. And I'm... Um, gunning my way through the uh leah macchiao 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 stream which is quite insightful um the, I, um you uh, you have more of a um i want to say uh, apple podcast presence and then you like re-upload to the youtube channel yeah yeah exactly it's primarily like spotify apple because mm. we, we go through anchor so that's the main plug yeah oh okay there you go yeah um, and it makes sense. I mean, if you're, you're recording it beforehand and then you, I'm, I'm assuming you record beforehand and then you like, yeah. Yeah. We have like a week delay and then we, it goes on Patreon for like a week early release. And then, uh, then it comes out public. So you, you guys are always primarily YouTube, right? Like is the stream, yeah, the life. primary, no, not just YouTube. And this is going to be another shilling moment. We are oh, simultaneously <laughs> streaming this on, but it is all live. Yes. On it's Twitch. And on Facebook, if you can believe it, we have a Facebook page. Break the Rules is a Facebook page. Yeah, Twitch, uh, Odyssey, Facebook. Odyssey, um, Odyssey. DLive. We, ne we never mentioned DLive. We never um, mentioned DLive, and we should. DLive is great. In fact, we got a follower from DLive just this moment. But uh, FedPost, what is your strategy when it comes to 
taking on and taking over the internet intellectual sphere? And why did you start to do this in the first place? What inspired you to put the crown on? I know that people say it's not a crown, it's a kufi, but whatever. <laughs> what inspired you to put it on? Hey, we're all kings. Yeah. We're all kings, you know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, there was just that ironic thing going around like last summer of like uh, white hoteps or whatever. So oh, yeah. to me, it was just a funny thing. And it's always like a funny intersection between like uh, wig nats and like black nationalists, black separatists that I feel like there's a lot of like you, you have, we've all seen that photo of like those Nazis at that uh, uh, Nation of Islam assembly meeting. Yeah, yeah, George yeah. Lincoln Rockwell, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's real intersectionality, oh, you know. That's what we're they going for. They gave us for. a standing ovation at the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it is funny. Do you, where, where do you um? Because you're you're pretty much um not against, but you're pretty um skeptical of any sort of um either like black nationalism or like obviously like white nationalism, but rather you're more um, from what you take, all of these issues are more related to, I would say a sort of class analysis, more of a traditional sort of economic right. view of it rather than something explicitly to do with like race or ethnos. I mean, we're, right. but yet, but yet you have a lot of tolerance for like black, like, you know, the Hoteps and the uh, the Wignats, if you will. shout out to Hotep Sophia, by the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I understand uh, why they think that way. I think I'm pretty sympathetic to it. There was a time where I hated white people, uh, and I was like, sort of just, hey, what up, James? Oh fuck, Yo. I got my mic. Speaking oh. of white people, I hate. <laughs> speaking <laughs> speaking of the whites that hate. I hate, <laughs> yeah, James. Uh, <laughs> oh, I to get my actual mic. That's all good. <laughs> And get pants too. Boy. <laughs> well, he took a shower last time he was on. So that was... And rescue, rescue that mouse. James uh, kill, didn't kill the mouse. There was a mouse that he caught. He didn't kill it. He put it in the mouse trap and he put it in the garbage pail. Now, for me, that would be a little bit karmically insensitive. I don't know, but where do you stand on that? If you had a mouse, you're lucky I'm wearing a shirt. <laughs> God. Hold on. Oh, oh man! And everybody, God. subscribe right now! All the people who are watching this, who are fans of the Fed Post, subscribe. And by the way, this is also kind of a Fed Post because I've been fed. I ate a lot of food today after I worked out, after I lifted weights. I know I'm a skinny motherfucker, but I'm growing. This is slowly, this is slowly becoming bigger. You can see the definition. All right, love, shut up. Starting. Does it sound better? Yes, it does. Okay, cool. Amazing. Welcome, James Healy of Women Posting Their Ls, the king, the champion. Welcome, uh, my friend. Of online misogyny. So. Of online misogyny, <laughs> right. exactly. And uh, Black Compelled, where do you stand on misogyny? We've talked well, wait, about we where have you to stand on the other it. things. We, yeah, well, we no, I want to know about misogyny. I know we have an order. Fuck it. There is no order anymore. He only has an hour here, so I want to know. Oh, only an hour. Okay. Only, only an hour. hour. Only an okay. hour. So, James, you're going to have to take over afterwards. The pressure is on. God damn. What the fuck? He... Guess it was only 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, the hour is over. Everybody, give a warm round of applause for Black Comp yeah, Pill. Thank you so much for coming in. James, how's everything going in the world of women posting their else? What's Bro, up? Bro, I was literally funny? a fucking uh, celebrity in Miami. Tell us all about it. Dude, well, I'm dropping the episode tonight. MK Ultra Money Podcast. Subscribe to it, motherfuckers. Uh, I'm dropping the episode tonight. I'm literally editing it right after this episode. But I went full 90 minutes detailing the entire trip I had in Miami, including being a celebrity, size Chad, 
partying with multimillionaires and it was it was fucking wild i literally i finally checked my bank account today after having not checked it since before miami and i somehow had 1500 more dollars than i figured i spent so so huge dub when i checked my bank did you catch the uh you know uh delicacy uh no i already had it i'm built different (laughs) same yeah so i I could have probably well i couldn't have gone because i live in an oppressive uh totalitarian state up in the north but uh so black compelled (laughs) first finish your thought on the um the wignats and then uh online misogyny (laughs) my god and people sneed those super chats keep those super chats coming sneed away uh yeah i mean i i I think basically i understand uh the wignat and the like black nationalist perspective there was a time where i only thought in terms of uh identity uh, and I hated white people too. So like, you know, to, to me and Bitch, you know, you I still a white do. person. I was a self-hating white person. I was self-loathing. You guys understand that. But uh but yeah, I think I think I understand that the thing that drives those that thinking is usually outside external material pressures that sort mm-hmm. of uh push you into thinking that there's some uh, you know, cabal that just wants you dead because of your race or whatever uh as opposed to something you know more simple that they just want money and power and you're just you know an uh obstacle to that which is what i believe so that's sort of Mm. that's sort of that and the whole like white hotep like uh that thing is just an ironic thing it's just an ironic element of that we sort of say the opposite of it oh yeah damn I hate for you to find out like this. <laughs> no, killing myself on BTR now. Oh, no. Oh, no. But, uh, but when it comes to having this uh, new worldview that you have, when you look back at the old one, uh, you, you still do you still sort of like resonate with that or like wish like, oh, what if I go back in the past and uh, act like, uh, l- like that? You know, like is there a comfort in believing what you believed before versus now would you say it's a lot like more nuanced now or you know yeah. harder now yeah 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 that's a good way of putting it. i think back then it was just a lot simpler because it was just like all right there's just a bunch of racist hicks white dudes in the south that are just like keeping me from living well and keeping people i know from living well and that's pretty much the end of the story you don't really have to think more than that and uh i think it's you know the same mirror thing if you were a, a wignat you know they just want the, the minorities to to uh, survive and put you in a FEMA camp. And it's pretty much, I mean, it's a very simple story. I mean, there's not, mm. who doesn't like that? Everybody likes to be victimized, so. Well, you had Indeed. a great tweet today. You said most people are underclass, but a lot of ideology today is convince you that you're above your fellow man mentally, morally. Therefore, all um, idea that poor people deserve poverty is still consensus. You just rather think of yourself as a temporarily embarrassed underclass, it, it's sort of, it is kind of weird how we s- convince ourselves of this pastiche of being the underclass or like you, you talked about this um, with Aura McIntyre, our good friend. Um, shout out to him. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. Um, also shout out to Prudentialist. He finally got a kidney today. I'm very proud of hey, him. Nice. I yeah. like that guy. And he and he uh, and he's he tweeted. He said he's doing good. Um, so praying for him. Uh, but yeah, it's really funny. You see, you were talking about how a lot of the inner kitties in their uh, commune houses and at the one. <laughs> oh, paid, my God. Paid for, paid for by daddy. Yeah. They're <laughs> sort of like the cruised punker that 
you know, their parents pay for them to be poor. At the one end, there's sort of like, <laughs> there's sort of LARPing um, the past, like the sort of aesthetics of the underclass, but yet they have a very like terrible venal opinion of the underclass and how ideology is like a tool to mask it. Um, so would you call your, but would you say, um, I mean, I know labels are stupid and ridiculous, but would you, are you more of like the more classic Marxist persuasion or uh, how would you describe yourself politically if you were to like, just give a quick, you know? I think, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, labels I generally avoid, but, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of utility in that, right? Because it's just the simplest way to, to uh, communicate big ideas to people. And I mean, I, I'm all about making sure things I say are accessible. Like I don't want a uh, random, I don't want, I don't want to be very esoteric and niche. I don't want that. Like other people like that. I don't like that to me. It's like, it's gotta be very understandable. And to me, it's like economic populism is the label I just go with, which is mm. just very simple. It's just like, you know what I mean? If you're, you're, if you're wondering why people in Florida could, uh, could vote Trump or vote for like right wing social things, but uh, for minimum wage increases or left wing economic things like that's that's how I sort of see it is like it's not really uh, I don't really care about the social dimension. I have left social values myself, but I don't impose I don't have any intention to impose that on, on anyone. And I don't like right wing uh, uh, imposed cultural values either. So mm-hmm. I just sort of stay agnostic on that and just focus on the material end of it. And that's why economic populism to me just seems like the simplest way to convey that is that uh, I only care about the bag, getting the bag, you know what I mean? And us getting the bag. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really get too much deep. Yeah. When you say, okay, when you say us getting the bag, will there also be a certain amount of that bag that's extracted from other people who would also go into this us or what is the us in this case because that's like the big thing that let's say a lot of free market supporters are against this idea of other people benefiting uh at the behest of uh people who would let's say you know either i wouldn't say work harder because that's bullshit but Mm -hmm. i would say work smarter because working mm-hmm. smarter may also imply investing a certain amount of time to going to a particular school and learning a particular trade or learning something that's going to enable you to excel above everybody else. Mm-hmm. And hopefully some of the people that keep doing that shit will eventually wind up creating things that are going to push us to the stars. That's kind of like the general idea that people uh, have, which is why there is a big concern when you have somebody saying, I am for the people and the people and I are going to take all this uh, percentage of money away from everybody else. And usually what happens is that the top 1% end up getting cozy with the new regime and all the people stuck in the middle end up having to pay for a lot of that. So that's my primary concern, but I wonder where you would fall in, in that particular uh, thing. Yeah, I think this is sort of where I differ on some with with some right wing people is that I don't really believe in um, I won't say I won't believe in scarcity. I'll just say that I believe that a lot of it is uh, for scarcity or uh, an illusion of scarcity, like some of this, uh, you know, the whole eat the bugs, get in the pod thing. Right. Like, yeah. like yeah. we all need to do that because there's just not enough space. There's just not enough resources for all of us, which is bullshit. And, you know, this is this is like, you know, generic bernie-esque shit i mean i hate bernie now obviously but like this is generic shit but it's just like all these guys are hoarding and you know it's not even a bernie thing it's just it's just facts right they're just hoarding an obscene amount of wealth and it seems strange to me 
uh, when right wingers or whoever will talk about, oh, there's not enough to go around where all these crabs in, in a barrel um, while these while these guys are, you know, on their third yacht or their fourth yacht or whatever. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, so- it may be it may be enough, but that's not the question. The question is, what are going to be the actions of those people who are obscenely wealthy once certain things start to come into play? So if, let's say, you have some kind of attacks then the argument goes, well, all these ultra-rich motherfuckers are just going to go to a different country. China's mm-hmm. around, they can go there, and the people who will be left picking up the slack are going to be the people in middle class, and let's not even get started on the lawyers. Think of how many lawyers a lot of these ultra-wealthy people have that can afford to find loopholes in whatever tax systems, and as a result, you may have somebody who comes in, maybe not somebody very extreme, but somebody who says, well, like, the uh, rich should pay their fair share. And then what ends up happening? Then the people who are earning, like, 500 k they're the ones who end up... Uh, spending uh, money for everybody else, but the people who actually would be able to maybe get a little bit more tax revenue extracted from, they're smart enough to hire the right lawyers to figure out a way out of that. And how do for you... Sure. What, what do you do about that? that for sure, yeah. The offshore... Can I uh, interject? Yeah, uh, yeah. If these people are so rich and America becomes so tax heavy for them that they want to move to another country, just let them move to another country. I mean, um, everyone says America is the best country in the world. So if it's that great, they're going to pay the fucking taxes. And if they don't want to <laughs> pay it, they're going to fuck off to whatever other country they want. Mm. And then that technically just keeps bumping people up on the ladder then because there's less rich people, I guess. I don't know. I don't understand how money works. Well, let's say, okay, well, let's say, let's say they do go to China. You are not the biggest, uh, Unlike certain people who, like you were alluding to before, talk or write in very complicated ways, and you like to be a lot more straightforward, a certain person we all know and love who talks in very writes and very love, complicated ways. Love, are you subtweeting logo right now? <laughs> are you he's going big, after logo he's a right big now? Fan, he's a big fan of the Red Dragon and uh, Black Compiled. What is actually, that that is a double meaning because um, Logo is actually a huge fan of William Blake. And as we all know, uh, the Red Dragon came from one of his lithographies. So he's also a big fan of Bucky the Beaver, by the way, who wears a red hat. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Anyway, go for it. Uh, Well, yeah, we had him on one episode talking about uh, the G pill. um, Oh, yeah. Which uh, I don't know if you guys heard that. But yeah, I mean, I just I just fundamentally uh, disagree. I mean, I don't uh, what what the argument is just that uh, they're more competent. Or whatever i don't know if this is a a thing with everybody who's uh well not everybody who's like sort of uh in the lineage of of mole bugs writings but uh yeah the, the the idea that they're just more competent and uh it's easier to identify who's in charge i mean to me it's just like do you want like the orwellian nightmare or the huxley nightmare it's like i don't really want to trade this huxley nightmare for an orwellian one uh, that's how i feel i feel like it's a false choice i feel I like agree. that there, there re- is a romanticism i think some like certain um certain people on the right do have for the Chinese regime because they can exert their the Han will over the uh, minorities. And These motherfuckers can... have never lived in the Soviet Union. Geo, I know that you hate it. But, but at I the same time, like your liberalism about... just totally is off the mark as well. I hate to say it, buddy. I don't give but, uh... a fuck. My liberalism is exactly in the market should be because, I have a, you know, people have a crystal oh. ball. Like Adam Carolla says, I have a crystal brain. Okay, I know what the fuck oh, I'm talking man. about. And Let me get that comes... crystal dome, bitch. <laughs> that crystal meth. Crystal meth. <laughs> But it is true, like what you were alluding to, though, about how um, 
you, you were talking about this with Tinker, Tinkervolt, um, who we also want to have on the show. Uh, like, yeah, they're great. Yeah, when when you like really like look into uh, market inefficiencies, for example, I mean, I know this is a very controversial take for a lot of people, but I think like like the meat production, like I think if we get rid of like maybe McDonald's and Burger King and shit like that, that's like objectively unhealthy for most people, and especially people who are of a lower socioeconomic disposition. Like there was this one line from a Necro song with his brother, Ill Bill, um, burger, grown up on Burger King nutrition. It, I think like people would pretty much have stability in world meat prices if we sort of like find a way to destroy certain corporations like McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, that's just a thought. I could be wrong though, but. We can go 3D print some stuff and then visit the CEO of McDonald's and Burger King. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Oh, 3D print stuff. James. Fed posting. Oh. Well, 3D print a beautiful replicant of a classic Happy Meal. Yeah. <laughs> like, what else do you think I was talking about here? <laughs> We're going to show the CEO this is how talented we are. Uh, you should hire us for a Lego. Uh, no, look, no, no one else has started using 3D printing yet as a replacement for Minecraft. I'm starting the trend right here. I've been start, I started <laughs> it in one. Miami. I'm going to well, start this trend. People have used 3D printed meat, so that could be... Uh, Wait, I want to touch on the meat thing. Okay, so part of... You, you want to what? You want to what? Okay, part of Sounds me, pretty okay. fruity, Lev. Well, I, I well, like some, Someone I'm, asked I'm in the chat... I like it, eating fruit. It, someone asked in the chat of black is actually a black man. Are you a black man? No, he's white. He's white? Thank you, thank yeah. you James. Yeah. Thank you for clearing well, that up. I don't know why there's so much confusion. I don't know why there's so much confusion because my voice and, and the things I talk about, it's very strange. Yeah. It's all right there oh, in the, okay. the description. Yes. I mean, where do you think Chet Hanks got the idea from White Boy Summer? He's friends <laughs> with Steve <laughs> K. There you go. <laughs> okay, so back to the factory farm meat. I don't like this idea of all these cows and chickens living in this hellscape, this demonic hellscape. And part of me is happy that at least there's going to be less of that happening. I'm still for, let's say, small farms where they actually take care of the fucking animals. But can we at least say that it's good that these factory farms are not going to be there as much? If that's what's going to happen in the future. Or are you guys pro factory farms, pro slaughtering of the poor cows? Or where, where do you stand? Oh where do you stand? I want to know. Do you beat your wife? By the, Have you stopped beating your wife? <laughs> first, first you, okay, first you slaughter the cow in the factory farm. Then you go back home and you take the rage out on your wife because Based. you are uh, there, there is, did in, Sounds uh, like a regular weekday. <laughs> yeah, someone did studies of uh, slaughterhouse workers and domestic violence. They they compared to cops in terms of domestic violence. Or prison that. guards, right? Prison guards prison should guards, be a similar yeah. thing. By the way, Super Iron Bob, again, five US dollars. I lost 100 pounds from basically just McDonald's. It's less McDonald's, more the discipline. Yo, I saw you in Super Size Me, bro. Yo, shout out to you, man. I love that scene. <laughs> Uh, now we know the real identity of Super Iron Bob and uh, yeah, was those... Sprout? What's his name? Sprod? Morgan Spurlock. Morgan Spurlock. <laughs> I, I, uh, I didn't get to meet him, but I saw him from a distance at the uh, Woodstock Film Festival. So that was uh, anyway. Fuck the Woodstock. No, don't fuck the Woodstock Film Festival. I really enjoyed my time there. <laughs> Thank you very much, Laurent Reggio. That's the fe festival head name. My film was in there, so I really appreciate. Actually, Black Compilled. Any thoughts on film festivals? 
Uh, I don't have. I've never been to one. I don't have any strong feelings. I know James fucking hates James. him. He was on ours ranting about yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what don't you like about film festivals, James? Um, I think if you're in the audience and you're about to ask a question at a Q and A, there should be a sniper ready to fucking <laughs> boom headshot you if you ask even a mediocre question, print you, let alone yeah. a bad one. Three D print you. <laughs> Yeah, 3D print some stuff with a 3D print a oh. scope for a sniper rifle and stuff and just perch up. I'll be the sniper. So I'll do it. I'll print off the 3D whatever. Yeah. Um, so Black, about, 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 yes. we didn't answer the, the meat question. The, uh, yes. Yes, the, Gio, yeah. where do you stand on the meat question? Me or <laughs> yeah, you go for it. You uh, you brought this it back is, up, so you, you started. Oh my! I hate the animal. Matter. I go hate the it. animal rights people. I hate them. That's all. That's my only stand. You know. You know how it's like. You know it's like. Uh, I'm not necessarily pro Palestine. I'm just anti Israel. It's like yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know about the meat. Like I don't know about the animals, but yeah, like I, I hate the like animal them. rights people. Yeah, I just that's don't like fact. them. Uh, I'm. I think. <laughs> I I definitely think that factory farming is kind of like brutal and. We should have sort of respect. We should, in some ways, incentivize local farming. Um, and I think, like, just in general, um, given the rates of antibiotic resistance that we're going to experience, I feel that maybe, like, it's not, it's better to uh, have, like, cleaner, more well-ventilated stables than, like, injecting them with various hormones. Oh, for and, sure. For sure. Yeah. But that being said, I feel that the whole... Um, like you were saying the drive against the like things like farming in general or even like consumption of meat like they have to do this really strange weird vegan mythology about the development of even human evolution how like well no actually uh we, we didn't evolve to eat meat it's like all that bullshit it's it's like kind of like a weird i i, I would say like a weird vegan race science towards, uh, i'll be right back uh, you know, eating meat is racist or something like that. It's like this weird sort of attitude towards it, I think is just terribly inhuman in some ways. I don't know. Didn't the WEF said that, say that, that uh, eating meat is bigotry? That was a fake headline, wasn't it? I forget what it was. I think it was fake, but then you had some academics that like went out of their way to point out um, <laughs> like, like um, just in general, like, like you were talking about the what would you would you call it? Um, ad busters leftism, and you know when you're younger, you're really taken in by, um, the no logo argument. But I think it's kind of true in the sense of if people within the developing world, if they had a choice, they probably would like kind of live like us, and it, it's not, it's not that um where our consumer choices are fundamentally against um, what other people think. It's just that, I mean, let's face it, a lot of consumer choices are kind of manufactured to begin with. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Where am I going with this? My God. Speciesism. <laughs> Nathan Duffy speciesism. Uh, Nathan Hastum <laughs> is, is the black part of blacks uh, heritage uh, doing race crimes against his asian part what the yes fuck? all the time yeah i had a tweet where i i, I black on asian hate crimes real i hate myself <laughs> <laughs> oh man that that's pretty <laughs> i accuse myself of of loitering in the store and then i accuse myself of, of being racist for accusing myself of that 
It's the whole oh, process. Uh, <laughs> now, now, according to Hotep Sophia, she was talking about this on the last uh, live stream that we did, which I am going to bring back. Don't worry, I just have to get rid of a few OPSEC reason things. But uh, she was talking about how Asian, well, Chinese people in particular, or Koreans, I think, too, they would go into black neighborhoods and they would set up shop, and a lot of the uh, black people don't really take kindly to that because they say that they're taking business out of the community. Mm-hmm. Is that is that indeed the case? I mean, Thomas Sowell talks a lot about how you would have immigrant groups setting up shop in different places. With the chi- like Chinese, I believe, like in other places of Southeast Asia, there's a similar thing they do. Uh, the um, Iranians who became, I think, they were called the Farsis in India. Same thing there. They went into India, and they started uh, becoming successful in various commercial uh, commercial interests. So at that point, it's like, if you can't really compete as well, why? I mean, this is my inner uh, uh, cringe libertarian speaking here, but if you can't compete in a certain marketplace, then why do you want to you know, get rid of or punch out the people who are doing a better job of competing there. Like, what exactly am I missing from that? No, yeah, I, I, well, the the way I view it is sort of that crabs in a barrel thing where there's this, uh, you know, these people in these ghetto areas that are, you know, like the L.A. riots and sort of, you know, honestly, after this COVID uh, crash, economic crash, there's all these people in the streets, the Kenosha thing, like everybody's like mm. the racial tensions are high and everybody's at each other's throats and all that. And honestly, like it's it's it you you get that feeling of, oh, this this Korean business is coming in and they're they're taking food out of my mouth because you're uh, you're not given the basics to survive. You know what I mean? Like in my mind, everybody's healthcare should be covered. Education should be covered. Housing like all this stuff should either be heavily subsidized or that's this is all i care about this is all like i don't care about any other cultural war issues i don't care about any other aid poll issues and like if you were in this situation if you somehow and, and you asked a good question before Lev of like how do you uh get this leverage i don't know the best way to do this i mean they have all these offshore accounts and everything but like if you if you were to find some way to obstruct commerce or find some way to leverage against them to get these demands met to whatever degree you wouldn't be in a situation where you would say, oh, this person is taking my neighbors taking food out of my mouth. You wouldn't feel that way because you would have your basics covered. Your, your kids wouldn't be starving. You'd be fine. So you wouldn't even have that mentality of crab in a barrel but, mentality. But see, that's that's also an interesting question, which I'm not sure about. I want to hear from more people so that I can uh, understand it better. But I remember uh, Hotep Sophia, for example, she was talking about like uh, how in her neighborhood she lives in D.C., they have this uh, completely free service where they send well, out. Well, she did to live in DC. She uh... moved out of it, thank God. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But when she was living in DC, there was a service that would send the people in the neighborhood like farm fresh vegetables and things like that. But I don't know when it comes to whether having those basic creature comforts is enough. People have uh, talked about like people who have come from like the real third world or like places in Eastern Europe that are still kind of fucked up. They go to America and they look at the worst neighborhoods here, the poorest neighborhoods here, and they're like, man, these people are living high on the hog in comparison to where the fuck I came from. So there may still be something like at least that they're seeing that maybe it's not just that you don't have enough uh, stuff compared to somebody else. 
maybe there is a certain baseline at which it's not so much about that and it may be much more about family structure it may be much more about whether dad's around or mm -hmm. any of that like how much mm -hmm. do you think would contribute to that and how do we solve that because that seems to be a pretty big problem too yeah that see i don't i don't believe that i don't believe that the uh, the family structure or, uh, i don't believe in any of that because yeah this is sort of the whole thing of, of me just having a very strict like economic Wait, what do you mean you things. don't believe in the family structure i think we should abolish it no i'm, I'm kidding i'm just <laughs> i know I'm, you're I'm kidding saying, but like i like i don't know the no what i mean is like i don't think <laughs> i don't i don't believe that like uh, you don't think it's a silver bullet to solving poverty in other words no, I don't think if you fix people's families, all of a sudden. I, I, I don't think it's a silver bullet. I think it's a gold bullet. I know we're going to disagree on this, but sure. if you if you take a look at, for example, any family where the parents focused on education, focused on making sure that their kids stay out of trouble, uh, that they kind of know like who they're dating, who they're hanging out with, there seems to be a certain trajectory that those kids take as opposed to kids who don't really have that kind of influence and just end up uh, getting influenced by the other kids with single moms in the neighborhood. Like it doesn't mean that people can't get out of that situation and accomplish great things. But if you were a betting man, which would you bet on as far as the most amount of people, you know, yeah. as far as who's going to succeed? I get, yeah, I get what you mean. I don't think e either of what we're saying, like of, of a cultural answer or an economic answer will solve everything, obviously, right? It's just a matter of what we think will have the broadest impact. But in general, do you feel like, um, do you feel like in general, like more of like a, like an internal locus of control, like as far as what shapes history? Like, do you feel like throughout history, like different societies, whether they do well or, or worse is, is based on external factors? Because that's what I believe, like different... Well, I, I could give you an example. So there is a neighborhood called Cur uh, Curious Joel in New York. Have you ever heard of it? No. Okay, so Curious Joel is an ultra-Hasidic neighborhood, and it is considered to be one of the poorest neighborhoods, if not the poorest neighborhood in the entire United States. This neighborhood has some of the lowest crime ever recorded. Mm -hmm. So obviously there may be certain things going on inside the community. But Lev, that we don't, don't know you about, think that but... lends to some other type of arguments? You know, I know that you don't want to go down that road. Oh God, Geo! Doesn't that oh, make no, you no, want to no, check no, the, early, the early life section? Yeah. Yes, yes, I looked yeah. at his early life section and I saw everything I needed to know about them right then and there. Oh God! No, what it leads um, to? But okay, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. Like, no, no, I, hold on. We have I'm, another okay, brand of small hat. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you what it leads to. You know why we happen to see a lot of uh, people who are wealthy and in power, like let's say the Bidens or the Trumps, marrying into Jewish families? I'll tell you exactly why. Because there's a sense of reliability there. There's a sense that you're not going to go wrong with a nice Jewish family. You know, they're going to give extra Well, no, that and, and, they, also, and... In, they also intermixed with the WASP overclass more than a lot of other newly landed immigrants in the 20th sure. century, later 20th century. No, but century. The, po the point that I'm getting to here is that with the Not to Hasmar say, like, again, I'm not, a, I'm not yeah. like, making some well, kind of, like... With the Satmar you know, Hasidic sect, that, but... and look, the Satmar Hasidic sect, it's got a lot of problems. There are some crazy motherfuckers in there. A lot of Jew... By the way... They do have crime this, love, though, but they have, like, outgroup it's like, crime. Yeah, it's like... It, they have, like, a mafiatic type of structure... Like, I mean, there's some stuff happening. There's of... some, okay, there's some stuff happening indoors, but you're not gonna see a Jewish grandmother getting punched out by a uh, by a youth there. That's all I'm you saying. You don't know that. 
Yes, I do. You don't know that. Yes, I do. I anyway, saw it happen. Uh, <laughs> I did it. Ask me my source. <laughs> it was there. I did it. Ask me my source. You put, on, into... you put on the yarmulke. Yeah, I put made it, it up. <laughs> you snuck um, into Curious Joel just to punch well, out mean, a they, Jewish grandma. They, I mean, they switch between... Uh, I mean, they're white people one day. They're not white people. Never, never mind. I'm not. <laughs> Yo, yeah. The Jewish knockout game is, is on another level, bro. You got to see that. That shit is real. Jewish, <laughs> Acidic Jewish knockout game. <laughs> if we want to talk about the knockout game in Israel, I'm oh, never mind. Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get left started on that. But to answer your question, um, as like uh, LeBased reactionary trad, whatever you want to call it, um, well, I've tried as kind of like a very complex word nowadays. I think that I, de- I generally believe that every empire was made on the back of some form of a family structure. I don't think necessarily like the 1950s atomized family. That was sort of like the beginning of the end. I mean, what is more considered historically to be family as a clan, as a tribe. But I do feel that it's true what you say that there are, you know, I mean, this is American mythology, right? This is like the the dream of someone through a proper family structure. They, and let's face it, it's usually of the African American persuasion. They get their way out of poverty by being, you know, like basically being everything that Ben Shapiro said. Like you have to come from a good family, blah blah blah. Lift yourself out of poverty. But at the same time, you're right. Material conditions having a proper values and family structure can get you far, but it can't get you um, just by the sheer force of the material conditions around you. And even educate the education system is just abysmal. Right. And, and, and so tip Sophia was talking about um, the sort of uh, separate, but equal that they rejected during the Brown versus Board of education during the civil mm. rights movement. As a as a Blasian yourself, uh, I mean, um, four twenty Blasian it, four twenty Blasian it, yeah. yeah. Um, how do you like you? You're you're sort of at a crossroads, obviously. Um, what do you feel in terms of education? Do you think that we should go back to more of a separate but equal, partially racialized education system, or do you feel that that itself lends to like problems and just like your goal in terms of having people's material conditions met um what do you feel about education in general especially like let's just really simple in the american context i mean that's a whole like stream on itself american education system holy shit but like yeah yeah yeah. no i I, yeah i mean i'm not uh an expert on education we've had we've had like egg god and alex geon who are like more Mm. well versed in it but as far as like the the separation thing i don't personally believe in i mean I've, I've struggled with the question myself like if there is the race war and these ethno states pop off which which one am i going to i struggle mm. with that every well, you night can be like you can be like king piccolo from dragon ball z you remember who was split into uh two forms yeah, yeah hopefully one of those. <laughs> that's the best case scenario but it's like in prison the you know, you... yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah i mean but uh yeah i think going in with that whole shtick of like just focusing on the class thing alone i really I don't know what uh, separating the schools would solve. Is it is this in pertaining to like the CRT conversation or in the well, schools? Not, no, or... not just critical race, but um, I mean, it could, but more so like the argument from like the basic Hotep argument that our, our black nationalist argument that people, um, black people, when 
would benefit from an education system that was centric around their own needs and their own sort of wants. And uh, I, I wonder, I mean, I get what I, you mean. Yeah, yeah like, like that, that idea of like, oh, you know, we're being tested on different skills. Like, what is that? That cartoon where it's like a bunch of different animals being tested on whether they could climb a tree. And it's like, well, we're different animals. No, but it, but, that's, yeah. but it doesn't even matter if it's black or white, because if you have a black kid who wants to study a particular thing and that happens to not be the thing that they uh, study in his school, then he could go to a school where they do study it. So at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what color he is or whatever. If there is a certain thing that people want to strive for, we should have an open door to let him strive it. Like, I never understand the reactionary yeah, but... argument for what's the other fucking way here. What is the other way of basically enacting laws? Love, listen, say, class is a metaphysical go... entity. You can't. It's impossible. It's never going to happen. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. I get that argument. But at the same time, I mean, American education, I mean, let's just look at higher education. I mean, I'm a product of the Canadian education system, which is kind of similar, but it's well, in some ways it's worse. But like, I, for example, I, I came out of grad school without crushing debt because of my grades. Whereas in America, it really is like a very like rigidified class based structure where you either pay or you know people i don't know is that a good system mm. like to have just rich kids getting it's not a great system for the rich kids right now because i was speaking to some of the parents who brought their uh, kids into these like the rudolph steiner school and places like that and now the parents are complaining that these kids are being fucking brainwashed by all of this critical race theory stuff and I'm happy that they're starting to say something about it finally, but, uh, you know, well, that's a separate a issue, but I mean, in general, just access to, um, the levers of education is, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean these, these rich people are, are very, uh, are very woke. I mean, this, uh, this sort of just ties to the conversation of like the wokeness and the, you know, that meme of like the woke and the racist degree of like, Oh yeah, we need like separate schools because like black people and white people are intrinsically different and, a racist will agree with that and a woke person will agree with that. Like, I don't agree with that. I just don't. I don't think people are that intrinsically different. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think that. I mean, I know that's sort of taboo now because the right and the no, left. But there are, are there are different cultures that people mesh into. You wouldn't have, for example, somebody like, I don't know. I'm going to bring up Verse Laloon. I'm sorry. I always uh, bring based? up. <laughs> but OK, Verse Laloon's father is a professional dancer he would never be a part of like the bloods and the crips it's like a whole different culture you don't <laughs> right. know that so, well, I'm, I'm taking that's not assumption. falsifiable lev what I the mean, fuck come on that's i mean, I mean okay, okay look i know you had two i mean glenn, glenn jacobs before he was kane he was a journalist major <laughs> then he became mayor of knoxville but he was kane come on lev I don't know. But the, point, <laughs> but the point here is that I think it is much more easier to look at people not based on race, but based on culture. I think it's very immediately I think you seen. base it based on if they're based. It's simple as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is culture. Yeah, base culture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I agree with you. I agree with you because the, the race thing is messy, right? Like the boundaries between races are already sort of messy. And like I was saying this before, like the census box races, like the all this on the census box are like made up. It's completely made up. It's completely arbitrary. What? Italians and Irish were not white a couple decades ago before oh, they Gio, assimilated. You still don't think that Italians are white? No, oh, they're we're not. not. We're not. They're not, and that's why we can say it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, but no, it, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Where was I gonna go? Well, someone said in the chat. I saw today. Um, frankly, 
I hate to say it, but I, I, I don't know how he lasted this long, but woke capital got um, whacked. Uh, RIP. RIP. Uh, press F in the chat for woke capital. Um, especially this month. I, I don't know how he was going to survive another pride month to tell you the truth. Is that a um, name of a guy? There's a, there's a bread tuber or woke capital. He's the account that compiles all of the, um, examples of corporate woke capitalism oh oh yeah Yeah. it's a good account yeah 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 um so r.i.p i mean i'm sure he'll probably come back um by the way great interview he did with parallax optics um this was a few years ago but what is everyone seems to be talking about critical race theory now what is your take on that and what is your take on woke capital in general i mean from from like listening to the fed post and from your tweets i sense that you're not exactly in line with fucking james Lindsay or some of these other oh, wait, wait, quick, quick, by wait, the way jim is a fucking coward he will not debate me and alex Gio, 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 oh, let, me, let me work on it let me work on it buddy well, okay five US dollars, sounds upset five u.s dollars from super iron bob racial <laughs> self-identification can be reliably mapped to allele groups there's a biological co- component there what's what that means is question mark question mark question mark so i don't know i mean the whole thing it's kind of like you have different okay so you have a gradient of people where you would say like what are the people in kazakhstan for instance the people in kazakhstan are like a combination of people who are more you know from asia you know more from china asia like the han and people who are more from europe or eastern europe and i don't give a shit you know because you have brilliant genius (laughs) people from all over who the fuck cares again why this argument with ray but anyway i mean yeah i agree i have i have a race science friend irl friend that i've had for years and he you know he uh Oh, I don't know. I don't want to dead name you if that's not if you don't consider that race science. But like, yeah, I mean, basically, like, yeah, I've I've heard a lot of these arguments about clients and all that stuff. I mean, like, I don't know, maybe. I mean, but to me, I it's mean, like my, my, my thing is like the same the same solution that people would want to see is just as easily undertaken when you just judge people by what they do. Again, I don't know. I keep repeating this one uh, like hundred times already, but it's so fucking clear that when you're around somebody, if they act like you act or if they act, you know, if they start throwing dinner plates around, you could instantly tell what kind of person they are. You know, it's not that hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know if there could be that much difference between people's brains i mean there's difference genetically between everybody of course there's always ranges but like i don't know between oh no no there are different there are differences and i know that buff especially is gonna get pissed off at me for talking about this fuck you buff i don't care the russians were under the buff you know buff our our friendly neighborhood buff anyway no clue who he is but the russians were under the thumb of the golden horde which are the mongols for a really long amount of time and afterwards they were serfs under uh the uh, russian czars who were mostly european themselves uh you know not as slavic you could say but whatever the point here is that that affected them in such a way that they do have more or less a different way of looking at life as a culture again not individuals but as a but as a culture versus mm-hmm. the ukrainians who mm-hmm. racially speaking are the same fucking people they're like the kievian no, they're right. not lev the right. kievian roots don't go how to far, fucking moscow and say you... that come on <laughs> no actually no no no, no. they make the point that they are because they want to take ukraine so they'll say oh they're just like us so we should we should have ukraine but but anyway well i mean that that's <laughs> I have, you know, you have I agree with Poodler on that one. Oh lord! Um, well, let's go ahead, Black. About okay. world capital and race, and yeah, because yeah. I know you have a limited amount of time. So, oh yes. yeah, well, I, I don't minutes. really, I don't really know what the 
what is critical race theory? I really don't know. I put it in my name and I'm I'm not pro it. I'm pro critical race theory, but I don't even know what it is, honestly. Personally. Uh, based? <laughs> now that it I hit 10K, weird. once I hit 10K, I'm, I'm like, yo, I don't even want to tell you what it is now. I just like the fact that this is how you approach it. And I want it. I want you to remain in the it, ignorance. I, I really love mode. the threads that are coming out. This one guy that some media companies like well this is kind of what these people don't know about what critical race theory is and um i i noticed there is kind of like a i mean a hive mind going on where Do you guys know what it is have you guys read it like well oh, yeah like I've, I've read quite like... a, i've read my fair share of critical theory but um wait lev you want to go on this no but critical i mean it, it pretty much is just a an what would you call it fuck it is one of those things like postmodernism how can you define it? it it's a tool it's a lens or rather an intellectual tool to view sort of different um problems of interracial um re racial relations especially within the american context it's basically it, it's taking a lot of post-structuralist thought that comes out of like quote-unquote french theory which itself is a misnomer but it's it takes like for example um a lot of the scholarship of people like Franz Fanon who learned this you know from older thinkers like um Jean-Paul Sartre and it examines the character of subjugated groups or minority uh, well not the term minority but let's just say subaltern groups within the pantheon of American society and how they view their own subjectivity and identity through the lens of um quote-unquote systemic racial oppression mm -hmm. which has been inculcated throughout society in various ways that are even like unconscious and so forth at least that's my butchered understanding of critical race theory it's rather a critique of the ways in which american and let's face it, it's just american society that they're mm. you know importing outwards mm. um it's very like what american centric you feel well, like a I Juneteenth, do feel for very example, much so it's American centric. Like yes. Juneteenth would be an example of something related to critical race theory, right? Yes, because they it's want... it's it's critiquing and problematizing the very foundations and underpinnings of America itself. And some people say that it's not real. I mean, what do you, what do you think of the Juneteenth thing? Do you think that's three days left? By the way, oh yeah, till Juneteenth, yes. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think all that shit's stupid. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. His critical, his critical race theory thing is like, I don't know. It sounds like the opposite of what I think. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, these these people are just pushing this just because, I mean, look, you're going to uh, you're going to embolden the weaker faction, right? If you're if you're yeah. in any if you're seeing any conflict and you want it to keep going and you don't really care about either faction, the smarter thing to do is to embolden the weaker faction. That's all it is. I don't think that they genuinely care about black people or minorities or no. genuinely hate white people. I really don't think that. I think they fucking they're just smart and they know that this is the way to to keep, a, you know, culture war and id pull conflict going. It's the smartest thing to do and it's working. It's working yeah. every day. I think that there are some true beliefs. Like at the end of the day, let's face it, it is used to justify sort of creating a white underclass. But that being oh, said, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um. I think like it's one of those things where it's a lot simpler than people like to make it out. I mean, in this one thread by this Howard guy, I think, Oh, sorry. This is the guy that created the roots magazine. Mm -hmm. That guy. Um, he said that, uh, He's like, well, on the question of race, I mean, race is a social construct, but race is sort of an economic class. And I, I, I do agree. Like race is, 
so at least in part socially constructed and at least in part it does revolve around at least in america it always has revolved around class issues for sure um but but do you see that as a marxist yourself do you think that um like like what do you think of like um the the sort of analysis of that, that really it's a class not just that's just a class issue but do you think like when people point to black criminality and you know the usual like um 50 of the crimes 15, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do you like think that um it's like those issues do they really come down to a form of racialization in the criminal justice system or is it just purely like the economic state of black people in america in general uh yeah well well first thing i just gotta say that i'm i I don't claim marxism and i I don't want to say that because marxists will get very upset with me if i if i stay claim on that (laughs) but uh that's true but uh yeah i mean i i think i think there is a, a racial dimension to things in terms of how uh like if you're the ruling class right it's easy to just collapse a lot of uh you know economic oppression and just by uh id pool categories to just be like all right well this group this marginalized group they're the one that's causing all your problems and it's it's a lot easier but i think what what's happened now is that that mode of of like you know the welfare queen like the super predator like that whole mode (laughs) that sort of fell out of favor you know what i mean like the 90s like the democrats uh, the 90s and then with Ra- Ronald Reagan, yeah, Ronnie Reagan in the 80s, and yeah, yeah, exactly. And Clinton being like a, a you know, lived up, you know, revamped version of Reagan and all that. Like, they, they were all doing that, and I just feel like that sort of ran out of usage. And uh, basically, they have to switch it now to being like the white underclass is actually really the cause of all our problems. So they're just gonna flip flop back and forth. Uh, however is useful and whenever is convenient. That's how I view it. I don't, mm. I do oh, so think it's, it's kind of like taking a burger patty and flipping it around until like all sides are uh, charred, just the right heat. Right, right, right. I think, yeah, exactly. I think, <laughs> I think it's like, all right, they, they were, uh, you know, you know, both groups were fucked, obviously underclass white people and underclass black people. But uh, as far as the media uh, uh, portraying of it, like now, they're just going to make sure that uh, you're all equally fucked. You know what I mean? Instead of like yeah, white underclass yeah. people being like a slight leg above. Now it's like, now you're going to be equally fucked. And then, so everybody's just arguing over this. That's how I view it. But so, do you view it as something that people in the smoke filled room concoct, or do you view it as people going with the flow of whatever, uh, you know, whatever's going on, maybe subconsciously, this is what they uh, want to do. Which concocted. One? Concocted. I think, I think uh, the wokeness shit is a complete, fucking psyop i mean this is just not natural and every day the goalposts are moving i mean it's there's nothing they what they workshop it in academia and these you know these you know in journalism or whatever and then and then the mbs and under kitties take it up and yep yep exactly well default friend was making the post about uh talking about how tumblr culture had a lot to do with it yeah (laughs) Yeah. i missed all that were you guys on that were you guys do you guys see any of that i was aware of it but that was during the great 4chan versus tumblr war of uh, 2014 well Um, i missed all that i've only been online a year that's 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 why i I just i just honestly view a lot of that as like very low culture coming to the fore and people having to pretend this low culture is high culture giving it accolades and this is like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a snob maybe it's my 
p- partly like my Russian uh, nobility DNA or and, whatever. And, oh but, my god! Base. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And in your education, you went to fucking Lee Strasberg, bro. Lee Strasberg, yeah. Lee Strasberg, Lee, sorry, Lee Strasberg yeah. Theater Holy Institute, shit. Where Robert De Niro went, where Al Pacino <laughs> oh, went. Shit. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. By the way, guys, oh, look God. up when you have a chance. Look up Lee Strasberg in The Godfather Part Two. I mean, watch <laughs> Godfather Part Two in general. But the way that he acted in that movie, and he hardly ever acted. He, this was just like a favor that he did to his students acting in there. It is so. I mean, Gio, you saw that movie, right? It was so fucking phenomenal. The way that Part Two is better than Part lines. One, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But anyway. The, the vibe that I'm getting from a lot of this stuff is that people are afraid of calling out low culture. And I see Tumblr culture as being low culture. If the only thing that people care about at the end of the day are their pronouns and their identity, and if they wear flags with a certain color pattern, and that denotes all that they have to contribute to civilization, it's a very low bar. Anybody could meet that bar. Yeah. and. I think yeah. that people make the mistake of making the argument of, oh, like these are, you know, this is degenerate, yada, yada. And that adds fuel to the fire where they could say, well, you're just a bunch of bigots and you're intolerant. Maybe the idea is to actually try and claim that they are operating at a very low cultural level. I don't know if that's argu- if that argument's been made before. I want to take back the art world. I want to take back the world of culture away from people who don't deserve to uh, be in that world, I think, <coughs> by what they uh, contribute to it right now, because it's very, it's very low. Yeah, there's a low barrier to entry. If you have a TikTok and you're a Zoomer and you put some pronouns in your name, <laughs> you're, 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 an official, you're an official source for I mean, a lot then of this. again, maybe it's the fucking internet, so what choice do people have? It's going to be the lowest common denominator. The internet is open for everyone. There used to be a time when it wasn't. There used to be a time when people had to figure out how to use the fucking internet and get on the internet that way. No yeah, more. barriers to entry. Right. Where, yeah. yeah. Right, Only yeah. autistic nerds could be on the internet. But sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm generally, like, against credentialism but one trend i noticed that you're sort of talking about is like these zoomers that were just like radlib zoomers that were just like yeah chomsky doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about i don't like chomsky <laughs> chomsky's a fucking lib now obviously but yeah, like yeah who the fuck are you like you're just some random fucking twat out in fucking brooklyn <laughs> yeah you know i mean like i don't give a fuck what you <laughs> think like, you don't know shit yeah exactly like you don't know shit like why am i listening yeah. to you over him like I, it doesn't make any sense to me like there well, should be some degree afraid, of that. People are afraid of criticizing her because she has all the right credentials where it counts today. Wait, who? What, what are you going to say? You know, you, you know what oh, I'm talking about. Oh, is this the um the one from Chapo or Chapo adjacent? What's her name? Mary Lee Pog? No, I'm, I'm not oh, sure. Uh, what's her name? I don't know. She's just some Grace dumb. Grace Lee Pog? She's uh she's just some dumb artsy chick in fucking Brooklyn. Like there's yeah, a million some, of them, you know. They're all dumb artsy chicks, including yeah. the men. The art hoes. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that, I think it was Grace Lee Pot, the one who had a lot of those creepy pornographic photos oh. with the uh, the 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 Richard Singh yes. guy. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Antifada. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's yeah, on majority report, Jamie Peck, yeah. Okay, Jamie Lee Peck. There you go. God damn, good. man. Oh, by the way, he's up there with Vouch. She's she's up there with she like the worst Radlib. Yeah. Do you oh, wait, know I, my I, uh, Do you I know about my quick... good friend Adam Lair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been on the show. We've been on his. Uh, yeah, That's right. Yes, yeah. He's a good friend of mine. Um, he fucking went to a reading group. Him and his wife. And she was there, and she was a total moron. And the, and she was with the, the the guy who got canceled recently, something Virgil, 
Virgil, Texas. Virgil, Texas. Yeah, yeah. he's from Chapo. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you think? You're not a big fan of the Chapo. Oh, five U.S. dollars. Oh, oh yeah, Before sorry. That, five U.S. US dollars. Yeah. Super Iron Bob. The Eternal September is a perpetual hazard of popular access to forums. Yeah, that's true. And number two, I just want to say Eternal before September. I forget, a great name for an, a mature Indian MILF porn star would be Anti Fada. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Fata. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, Chapo oh. Trad House. And by the way, it's 702. I just want to make sure I don't want to be a clock watcher, but I'm just saying for your own sake cuz I don't want to let you down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can like I, I can just uh, stay on for like a little bit longer. But uh, right. I, what yo, what super happened chat. to Slav? Super Chats. Slav, I think he's at the job. He's got a new job. So he was like, I'm going to try to make it, but I don't know. Wage can, uh... slave. Yeah, <laughs> wage slave. Wage slave. Wage slave. <laughs> <slob>, yeah. <laughs> uh, I but... think that was the origin of the word. I'm not sure. But anyway, Chapo Trap House, take it away. Yeah, I mean, I. I uh... They're gay, well, simple as. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. I mean, I used to like those guys, and like, yeah, they're just very. Uh... Well, they just want to live. I mean, this is what happens after enough money, after enough time. They're just fucking. Can't they just went live. They just said, uh, you know, there's no better option than voting for Biden uh, if you dislike Trump's uh, authoritarianism. <laughs> and uh, that's a real quote. It's real. And uh, it's that true. Biden is the greatest president of our lifetime. It's another real quote. <laughs> oh, no. So, I no, mean, Kush bomb, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 bad. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just disappointing. Disappointing, but I should have known from the jump that uh, oh, most yeah. most of my friends that were cooler than me they knew they were like, yo, those guys fucking yeah. their libs. They already knew. So Black yeah. Black Compil, you know who we should link you up with? We should link you up with Jessica Deloach. Right, Gio? Wouldn't that be a great combination? Uh, maybe that'd be yeah. No, because she can hang. Like she is, she worked for Pete Buttigieg's campaign and she is still in the Democratic Party. And she is, I think, one of the best people we've had on BTR. She can take the bands and she bands right back at you. She is not what I would ever call like a standard, you know, run of the mill, mm. cookie cutter politician person. You know, she's she is based, I dare say. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm down to talk to anybody. Buddha fucking fake gay. She's definitely not based, but she's probably yes, she is. she's probably just <laughs> yes, less fucking cringe Ace compared presenting. to the rest. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh that's man. All. But yeah, the Chapo thing is interesting. How um, I mean, all those guys come from money. Let's face it. I mean, it's oh, that's a fact. In media, fact. In media people and connections. It's really interesting. I th I think like there's such a powerful LARP in the modern like Radlib left that to to point it out is just a betrayal. And in such a deep and fundamental level to point out that they're just LARPers at the end of the day. I don't know. It's for sure. I think, I think that's why people like you and Amy and uh, to an extent, the red scare girls. Um, I, I, who else am I thinking of in this space? I think that's why they get so much hate from people like them. Um, Geo is stingy with his army of you girls. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, you have to be. You have to patrol them. Uh, but <laughs> no, but yeah, it's it's always like putting on the commie shirt or the commie hat and then taking it off to vote Democrat and then putting it back on. It's just like an endless. They joke about this themselves. They know that's what they do. Like, yeah, it's just it's an true. endless. And I was just like, no, I'm not doing that. I didn't vote for Hillary. And I was like, no, there's no fucking way in hell I'm going to do that. I mean, I mean, uh, you saw that picture of Nancy Pelosi wearing a very similar outfit to the one that you're wearing right now. I in no way think that she's serious oh, that about photo. that. She is. She is oh, not my a true God. 
<laughs> she is not a true believer by any means. Legendary. But I, yes, but I do think that, okay, to play devil's advocate, okay, I'm not saying that what the quote-unquote elites are doing is great by any means, but let's say but for- Do you think any on, like, gotta, black person was like taken- oh. Sorry, sorry, love you. No, 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 no. Ask your question, then I'm going to go on my No, rant. I mean, no, I was just going to say, do you really honestly think any black person in California was taken in by Nancy Pelosi doing the... <laughs> I was. I was moved. <laughs> I was deeply moved. <laughs> so, okay, so here, here's my very short rant. It's not going to be a rant. Anyway, when you have people who do certain things to pander to people who would be on the far left, then you could say, well, Chapo is also part of doing that. Let's say that certain ideas that you may have that are well-intentioned or maybe ideas, not you, but let's say friends of yours may have that are well-intentioned. They want everybody to have health care and access to all these things. Let's say they end up implementing them and then all hell breaks loose. The wrong person gets in charge. All of a sudden, there's a similar thing like the USSR. Just for example, I'm not saying yeah. that's what's going to happen. For example. Sure. So the role of the elites would be in that case before that would ever happen to kind of make sure to corral all these very extremist people within their circle where they would yep. shake a little baby rattle, a yep. rainbow colored baby rattle at them. It's like, come on, calm down, baby, calm down. And finally the baby God, calms down. God, that's disturbing rainbow colored <laughs> rattle for so Absolutely. many reasons. Yeah. You've seen that time magazine article where they were bragging about rigging it and all the left activists, like head people were there. DSA people were there. Like, they were all there in the rooms talking about how to secure the election, which I think is great. I don't know about how you guys feel about it, but like well, these guys, this oh is YouTube yeah. still. This is YouTube. Well, I don't know. Do um, let's say, point? yeah, let's say, uh, fuddle duddle. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I, I forgot the rule about that. My bad. Uh, oh no problem. Yeah, the election uh, was interesting. Was, the election was... in the election in uh, in uh, Rhodesia was was yes. Yeah, it was one of the most normal elections I've ever seen, honestly, personally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think these guys, I think Amy was right a long time ago. They're just recruiting for the Democrats. And honestly, the lockdown thing, anybody that uh, is pro-lockdown, I mean, to me, like, that's a big, that's a big red flag. I mean, the most massive wealth transfer for the elite mm. and the great reset and monopolization. And they were all there just hand in hand with these people the left was so i mean that was would these you, were big things that it's it's a, i had to red, leave the left for that would you say it's a red flag with a with a yellow star on top of it absolutely yeah exactly yeah that's exactly how i describe it <laughs> oh god um I, it is yeah. five dollars from super iron bob election uh was fortified as documented in time right. magazine incredibly fortified incredibly Very, with minerals like and vitamins yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with vitamin E. Um, but uh, before before I dip off, I just wanted to ask you guys, like, do you what? How would you guys describe your general like uh, political inclinations? Like, would you describe it at all, or like, how would you guys tell it to some random person? Um, a socialistic form of national. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Well, Lev, he's like a classic. I'm a classic Lev. liberal, but no, but here's the thing: I may I, be a classic just, Lev, but at the same time, yeah. I believe in culture. I think culture is a very important thing, and I also believe that everybody is capable of going into whichever culture they want to be in, as long as they can actually 
get to that level of the culture. So if you have people who emigrated uh, from other places to the United States, like let's say the first waves of immigration, where you had people from Ireland, Italy, whatever, and they did manage to integrate themselves into more of a waspish school environment, kind of like how Gia was talking earlier about Jewish people who end up getting waspified. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily see that as generally a bad thing. I mean, there are certain things that I don't like about wasp culture. For example, I think that this tendency today of having a very cold relationship between the parents and the children i think that that is an example of a wasp kind of culture where a lot of I the think parents are going to the old folks homes and stuff <laughs> like that but still as far as like having a certain educational standard whatever the fuck you want to call it, i don't see that as a bad thing i think anybody is capable from anywhere of doing that some people won't some people will and that's kind of how i will uh how I see society have an open door for whoever wants to participate in it as long as they can actually participate in it, uh, physically, mentally, whatever. Equal opportunity, yeah. not necessarily yeah. equal outcome. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, I totally also believe in the, and I also believe in the safety net as well. I definitely believe in, in the safety net for people who, you know, would otherwise not really be able to help themselves. But as far as that question we were talking about before, like how much of it is family, how much of it is, um, uh, government intervention could be higher. I'm personally still leaning more on the family family example just from seeing people just from seeing the way that people live the way that people interact seeing families that were much worse off morally than mine were you know what i mean just seeing yeah. just seeing a dad like a deadbeat dad spending you know time during his day not being with his kids but just like playing mafia wars all day you remember mafia wars on facebook <laughs> no i don't remember that Okay, well that shit took a lot of uh, took a lot of dads that was uh, an oddly specific thing <laughs> Yes, because that back. because it actually happened. That's how you know it's oh, true. Man. No, I feel you. I feel, and honestly, yeah, I, I like classical libs way more than modern libs. I think everybody does. But uh, but yeah, like my family, like yeah, is from like immigrant background, like from third world countries. So like we mm. sort of did the traditional, you know, uh, American dream scenario sort of thing to like me being like middle class or like not. I was ne I was never really like poor. You know what I mean? I never really struggled. So like, I I get that. I just feel like as time is going on they're rigging the game more effectively that's how i feel about it but, but well, what about you Gio? What, what, oh Me? one last one last thing go, go ahead Lev. i just want to ask uh, what do you think of uh, teddy roosevelt and i still want to read a lot more about uh, tr but that seems to be maybe a solution to a lot of these problems where before Based you had american aristocrat closest well, america ever yeah well you had all these trusts back in the day and he ended up busting the trust so maybe we could hope for a similar thing to happen this time around i don't know Absolutely. I'd be totally down for that. Absolutely. All right, Gio. Uh, I'm very weird. I mean, generally, I guess I'm situated on the right, obviously. But um, my heart of hearts, I'm more similar to um, arguments of a form of like, uh, not necessarily return to a particular regime, but I think like some form of like absolutist type of system uh, is a political ideal, but I'm very postmodern about that. Uh, I generally call myself like even on my handle postmodern, right? Because I feel that um, I'm not, I, I don't agree with a lot of the like NRX nerdism type of stuff. Although I think a lot of their arguments are interesting and very compelling. For sure. 
but I don't, I'm not like, I wouldn't consider myself like as, as much as I've spent years reading mold bug, I'm not like a quote unquote mold bug. I mean, I've used various concepts like the cathedral over the years. I wrote this essay that actually was cited in the mold bug Wikipedia. Oh really? Um, <laughs> yeah. It was called the Foucauldian cathedral. Um, I know mold bug. He didn't like that. He, I've heard from people. He didn't like my essay because he hates like French theory. Um, no, I, I think like I'm, when it comes to the question of tradition, I'm, I'm, I'm a traditionalist in the more of the like philo philosophic and metaphysical sense. I, I'm not like, um, I see a lot of flaws in the, what the caricature is of the modern trad. Uh, but generally I'm, I'm very, I, you know, I was like years and years ago um, and, and, and cap, but now I'm very much against like modern late capital, the way that mm. it's structured now. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I do think that we're always going to have some form of a market or some form of like trade. But, sure. I th but I think like the way the economy is structured and the way that the corporatocracy has evolved over time to basically cement itself in every single social and cultural relation, not just economic relation. I think mm -hmm. that pretty much has to go. I mean, when it comes to economics, I'm very much sympathetic to like non-Marxist types of socialism, like distributism. Um, yeah, same. Catholic yeah. social shout, order. shout out to the distributists, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you shout them out. Yeah. <laughs> Based, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a Marxist, but um, I'm very, I'm very much like I'm, I'm a weirdo. Like I have very different uh, beliefs, but general, I just generally say I'm, on the right put it that way i think that's the move slav says a similar thing similar thing he's sort of like uh at the buffet you know kind of sampling everything taking yeah. what's what's useful from everything i think that's yeah. the best way to think of it yeah I, I, to, yeah to me monarchism is like a metaphysical concept that is an ideal that motivates my politics but but in terms of the actuality of it i think that especially within north america these things are very much um things have to dramatically change in order to implement these things and i'm even skeptical as much as i think it's a very like hippy dippy nice ideal like the more bugging patchwork thing i think that patchwork has a lot of flaws and could only come about through a dramatic rearranging of the social order and i'm also sympathetic to the primitivist people but i think that that's kind of unrealistic i think that the right in order to survive has to incorporate some form of futurism the way that the you know the italian futurists uh, yeah, sorry, I cut you off, Black. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I, yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. I, I generally, uh, generally like people that uh, are not too dogmatic and sort of uh, have that sort of flexibility with the uh, way they yeah. do things. And and sort of like when Oren was on, just talking about NRX as like a lens, as a yeah. tool instead of like a an ideology. I really like. Yeah. I like the way that like yeah, like Marxist similar thing to use it as a tool not just be like some weirdo dogmatic person that can't yeah. like reframe it and recontextualize. Yeah. Uh, I like that. And and also anybody on the right shifting away from the free market is really good. Mm. I really like that. I like seeing yeah. that in general. I unironically believe there seems to be the more Brown, of it lately. Yeah. I unironically believe in the, the red Brown Alliance. We should encourage it. Um, Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Nosball gang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I, I have certain, I have certain dogmatic principles that, stem from my religious and uh, metaphysical beliefs but in terms of like different social arrangements i mean i'm much less hard on a lot of these different groups that the right is like 
captivated by like mm. people accuse me of being a simp all the time and shit like that and uh I'm, <laughs> all the time bro all the whoa, time whoa, we're talking other groups lately. we're talking about women we're talking about yeah, women as these yeah. other groups right <laughs> i i personally believe the american that- people are tired <laughs> of women the best <laughs> thing he's ever said the only good thing he still said yeah yeah i think that any political movement i mean as painful as to say any political movement that is going to um have any sort of sway is going to naturally have to deal with the fact that it's probably a good thing that maybe not in terms of like forming the ideas there's a lot of problems but in terms of like just like women being comfortable with them i think that's pretty much i mean it's undeniable that women have had a lot of a huge force in the development of every civilization in terms of their wants and their needs but at the same time i do sympathize with people i, I don't know i just don't like the fucking incel like kind of larping that the whole like no e girls never thing i think that i don't know to me it's just by the way we got yeah, minotaur minotaur pledged seven dollars via patreon oh nice thank you so much minotaur i'm gonna you, do minotaur. the horns for minotaur thank you so much minotaur <laughs> for becoming a patron i really appreciate it man you are wonderful thank you so much and uh black comp pilled thank you so much you are such an amazing guest hey. i would love to have you back for, for sure. episodes, even. yeah, as well as the whole Absolutely. the whole gang, bring the whole gang. Maybe I'll get one of those hats too, and James and Geo. Yeah, so, let's do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I definitely want to bring Slav and CH on too. But like, yeah, this is great, guys. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. The pleasure is ours. At, at, wait, let's do some quick promo. So Patreon.com/slash. Holy shit! What is this? Uh. R one hundred ARS. Let me just what see is ARS? Get, yeah, before I get too excited, let me see. Oh, it's Argentine pesos. So that's one dollar. <laughs> 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 well, it's a white Maybe. person's currency. So okay. There you well, go. Okay. <laughs> he says. Okay, he says. Love your raw. By the way, I found out that James posted uh, another L on the stream uh, on the account just. I can't believe you, James. Right in the middle of the stream, you're posting a fucking tweet. Um, <laughs> women posting their house. Just found out my best friend is fucking the guy I've had a crush on for a year and lied to me about it. I've entered my Nora Efron era. Who is Nora Efron? Is she related to Zach Efron? Nora Efron? By the way, everybody subscribe who's watching this because we're going to lose viewers as soon as Black Compel Is that leaves. an L? So, like, I think the guy that... Subscribe. I don't know. Subscribe. Subscribe. James, no, I'm sort I, I of gotta... crossed on that L. I don't know. Wait, before it's not the L, her I L, it's comment. the guy's L. I, mean... I got to read the Patreon comment. Oh, Lev, sorry. You're wrong... <laughs> Lev, you're wrong about education. Modern school was invented in the French Revolution to replace church education. Its objective is to create a nation by giving young kids a mythology and values. Wait, but what was I wrong about necessarily? I don't I don't understand the wrongness here. I wasn't making I I mean I basically hate the state of education right now as it is. I think it should get replaced by some kind of a more competitive online environment where there could be like a master disciple relationship with the uh, teachers so that like the cream rises to the top. But whatever. Anyway, um next Patreon fed post patreon.com slash fed post go there become a patron here it is look at these three beautiful gentlemen over here (laughs) that's us (laughs) yes which one which one is you and which one like i'm I'm the one with the the melanin deficiency problem on the left 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Slav, I think Slav is GW. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, he's the yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Very this is great. Hey, shout out uh you, you go ahead. Shout out James too. Thanks for coming on, bro. James, you there, bro? Uh, I'll have James on for uh for another one too at some J- point. J- James has a th- thousand mile stare right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's oh, God, that's he's deep in some woman's L's. So <laughs> woman's L's just like Deer, deers in the headlights <laughs> oh, moment right God. now. <laughs> Scanning a bunch of L's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And anything else? Oh, your Twitter. So, of course, well, twitter.com slash the Fed Post. Of course, please follow the Fed Post on Twitter. And, of course, follow Black Blacked Compelled on Twitter right over here. I'm posting it right in here. I would love to have you back. Uh, this is a wonderful show. I love that, too. And uh, thank you so much for watching. I know if we're going to talk with James afterwards just to catch up on his Miami thing. James, do you want us to end the episode right now or do you want us to uh, catch up on the Miami thing right after uh, Black Compilled uh, exits? Let me know. There is no response. I don't even One blink for yes, else. two blinks for no. Hey, are you <laughs> hey. talking about me? I was editing yes. my episode. Yes, I oh, was. Shit. I wanted to ask you. Okay. That yeah, was... sorry. I muted you guys in the mic to edit my episode real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Did I, I miss anything? No, I wanted to ask if you wanted to talk about Miami after Black Compilled leaves, because we may have just like a little bit of an extra bumper time here. Or if yeah, I mean say... that was that was the episode I was just editing quick. No one was saying anything to me, so I'm like, yeah, I can probably get away with like editing the episode real quick for like five minutes, and like no one will notice. Yeah, wait, hold on. One more 100 ARS. Man, seeing that 100 number, that's really that really throws me off. They should really change that. Okay, so you described English education that was there to give knowledge. French education is tool to create nations out of nothing. That's how modern countries can take so many migrants. They are converted. I mean, look, I wasn't saying that. Yeah, it came from the, the Prussian education system. Yeah, Prussian. Was... And again, it's not the best, but it's it was something. It was something in comparison to what well, wasn't there before. Anyway, but but I really appreciate the donation. Thank you so much for the 100 ARS. I hope we can get some people. What the from, fuck is uh, an ARS? Is that it's fake money? Argentine. <laughs> yeah, fake, it's yeah, a new coin. Like fake money to it's me. a new old coin. <laughs> it's a new shit coin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like coin, it. Yeah. ARS. Yeah, I I don't know what to answer that, right. man, but I appreciate it, Nico. Thank you so much for the donation. Pretty soon, I hope we could have some people from, uh, what was it? Uh, it was called Rhodesia back in the day, but now it isn't. Zimbabwe. It Zimbabwe, yes. So maybe yeah. we can have some Zimbabwean dollars thrown our way. It'll be like, there'll be so many zeros. It'll be like Monopoly money. Entire... Exactly. It'll take up the entire screen. It'll be like Canadian Tire money, but only Leafs get that reference. Yes, indeed. It's uh, got the fucking Twin Peaks uh, cut out. Like always, gets me every I love time. It. We should, we still should do a Twin Peaks, we Twin should. Peaks episode. So anyway, uh, Black Compiled. I know that you gotta. I know that you gotta go. But I want. Yeah, sorry. To, I gotta uh, edit a. I gotta do oh, another no problem. episode. Go yeah, go go for the episode, and we're gonna talk to James Healy about yo, Miami. Yo, CRK, real quick you just what you gotta do is you just gotta episode edit your episodes when you're on the stream. Like on <laughs> oh, another show, yeah. yeah. Oh my the, the god, virgin, the, the virgin oh edits god. his episode by himself. The Chad yeah, yeah, is live yeah. on stream editing the episode, <laughs> ignoring everyone else around him. Oh my Mad god! Dr- blackout drunk editing. Yeah, <laughs> like it takes oh, five man. minutes to edit the episode. I literally fucking. I up everyone's volumes. I cut the front. I cut the end, and then I make sure there's no ear rape in the fucking middle of the episode, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Hey. That's the move. I, we have to. 
we have to re-record with uh, Ghost Show. Ghost Show was on. I don't know if oh, you guys know yeah. Ghost Show guys, but they were on, and uh, uh, Slav was missing, so we got to mm. Slav was baked and missed it, so we got to mm. redo it. But I, I uh, a, but yeah, the, fake, I made a fake Pokemon named Ghost Shell when I was twelve. It was like a shell, and inside of that shell there was of a ghost. Of course you did, Lev. So it was a ghost. Of course I did. Of course. <laughs> Yo, honestly though, on God, um, the fucking I'm not even kidding. The vacation episode of Ghost Jail, episode six, might be my favorite piece of art of the whole year. Like movies, video games. I haven't heard music, it yet. Everything. What is the concept of Ghost Jail? I know it's. Um, it's like I like it's not even on fair a to call it a. It's not even fair to call it a podcast because it like it's like literally its own thing, which is like. A combination of like vibey music with like a bunch of like stories or like weird like annotations or excerpts that people record and send in and then you know mm. Birdo and the crew fucking edit it together and it's just like there, there's literally nothing else like it oh by the way we have another comment from nico this time 50 ars that's even less uh don't get me don't get so smug argentina used to be as wealthy as the usa right uh, there head to head then the 30s and the fascists happened goodbye free market also right above that uh minotaur asked if i met size chad in miami not only did i meet size chad but he is my friend oh. also Size Chad told me that women posting their L's is literally his favorite account, and he sends it to his non-Twitter friends every day, and that oh, warmed God. my heart. Nice. And speaking of Argentina, shout out to our friend Lady Aster. So yeah. Oh, she's, she's in Argentina. Argentina. Yes. I, I, I didn't know that. that that's yes. pretty nice. So, okay, I want to ask uh, James about those glasses. So you have those sunglasses that you were wearing, and your uh, profile verse has those sunglasses. Yes. What is going on with these sunglasses? Can you lay us in on the on, on the hidden, uh, on this cult that you're a part of now? What, what's going on? If you know, you know. Okay, does it require having crypto? Is that the thing? It, like, no, it, they're, they're, they're pit crypto? vipers. They're, like, re they're fucking, like, 90s-style fucking... You know, well, yes, but, you know, but having glasses. the glasses, it's not just about it, the glasses. It's a, it's a, it's a crypto the, thing. Like all the fucking crypto it guys. It gives you have access fucking... to a certain group. Yeah, yeah, you know that it's... I that I'm curious about now. What do I have? To it, do? It's Is like it... it's all, it's like the mark of the beast in a way, where it's like you have like you know the occult tattoos to know that you're part of them. With us, it's the uh, it's the fucking pit vipers. Oh, and ten dollars. Use code Jamie for ten percent off. Jamie, not James. It's my friend's code, so he nice. gets the money. Ten dollars from Super Iron Bob. I demand that Geo take on the mantle and assume the mandate of heaven. An artist kingdom in North America cannot come soon enough. It's true. We'll take over all of Western Canada and well, some for, of the first, states. First, the uh, day of the rake happens, and that's the that's the destruction. That's how we're gonna do. Old. We need warrior poets in our ranks. Um, that's how we're gonna do it. Yeah, imagine um, Geo like a samurai and samurai regalia <laughs> with a big rake. Just uh, taking care of What was the one um the image that Charles posted where it's like a Western artist be like fixed it and it's Fat Albert in the uh in the berserk uh, guts uniform <laughs> with the fucking sword. Oh hilarious. By the way, where James are you, where bought are you a bunch on of I I have to I'm lagging, I gotta still Oh, CRK already him. left. He didn't even say goodbye. Wow. Uh, well, thank you so much for CRK coming in here. But uh, uh, you, were reading a, you were reading a chat over here about James buying what? 
Actually, it's funny because I don't own Solana. any Solana, but yeah, that's mainly the thing. It's a lot of people that own uh, Solana have the Pit Vipers. Geo I'm only, ho- I'm only holding um, Ethereum and Phantom because I'm hardcore plan trusting on Phantom, and oh, obviously man. I got to hold the fucking Ethereum. But literally, if I had any more money to invest, the third thing I'd be buying would be Solana. So, what do you? Okay, so where do you think is the future of Bitcoin? Let's let's start with we that. We need Sigma males. We could have yeah. a Sigma male stream. That'd be hilarious. I mean, versus unironically a Sigma male. I'm I'm an alpha sigma. I'm a mix of both. I'm too <laughs> I'm too I'm too extroverted to be an actual sigma, but I have uh, enough yeah. of the other sigma qualities. Um Bitcoin, uh I mean Bitcoin will get if we're talking Bitcoin specifically, that's gonna get flipped by Ethereum eventually one day. Um but I mean, well, that, you, that's re- good. you really that's- think Bif- Bitcoin like it's going to get Bitcoin's fucking by- useless. Bitcoin's a fucking dinosaur coin. It's only the most it's only, you know, fucking 40 grand because it was the first coin. It served but no it's purpose. the first. It's the brand. Yeah, I know. And that's why Ethereum's going to flip it eventually because Ether- like everything runs on the Ethereum blockchain. Well, this is great news for yours truly because Man. I make digital cards. I make NFTs. And they are use they use Ethereum, and I am coming up with Muskulls. You've seen the Geo, right? Muskulls is almost done. It is uh it is coming along there, and I'm gonna take all the characters from Muskulls because they're already drawn, and I'm just gonna paste them into individual cards and sell those for cheaper. So that's my strategy of making money on the blockchain. James, what do you think? Do you think that the NFT strategy is a good one, or do you think it's just gonna crash and burn? I dude, I have no clue with NFTs because I think the concept of an NFT is fucking retarded, and uh, I don't know why anyone would want to own a digital fucking JPEG that no one else can. Like at that point, like just own like real art. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. Like, but at the same time, totally it, don't like you, you know, want me to make money? Don't you want me to make yeah, money? Yeah, but James? but like, at just the same real art. But at the same time, money. the thing is like. <laughs> People are fucking autistic and they're like, yo, yeah, let me get this fucking digital thing that no one else can own. A lot of rich people are autistic now because it's Silicon Valley. Yeah. I mean, maybe I can offer some other favors for the uh, people who buy my NFTs. Maybe they can, I don't know. Sexual favors. Yeah. Fill in the (laughs) blanks. Exactly. (laughs) Maybe I can send them a photo of my feet. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever works. But anyway, guys, I think we're going to be ending this stream right now because it is pretty interesting to have a very short stream. We do not have enough of those things that people have complained about. Not the length. People have complained that we have too many people on the stream. And I really enjoy when we don't have too many people on the stream. Yeah, so it's I think- getting to be like more... It's better that way. I hate to say it. With I, yes. Ironically enough, though, I'm actually trying to do a, a fucking chaotic episode soon and have Maybe a bunch of fucking Bitcoin people. Oh, well, crypto. Oh, Bitcoin. Twitter yeah. Because yeah. I want to I want to do. So I literally I just released. Go listen to it. If you want to hear my whole Miami trip, it might be it might take a couple. It's going to take a couple more minutes probably to finish processing. But um, we'll be on Spotify and all that stuff is. Bitcoin Miami trip, the whole thing in detail. My whole experience is an hour and a half long. Um, I just released it because I just fucking edited it while being on uh, being on this stream right now. And uh, Lev, oh. post the Spotify link too, please. Um, and uh, yeah, and so I'm hoping I'm, I want to try and do for next week's free episode. Um, get a, a bunch of crypto Twitter people that were there. 
to come on have a big one that like break the rules style kind of fucking episode and uh just have them all talk about their fucking experiences and stuff so yeah well people are already saying that the smaller on the way too many people streams these less people are better yeah thanks for streamlets um yeah i mean i think that less people are going to become the norm but then we'll have a few times a month like like the free-for-all fridays and stuff yeah yeah we have to Uh, get back to doing some more maybe maybe we're gonna have it this week look here's the thing i don't know i'm recording with someone this friday Friday. oh shit that's right okay look i have no idea what the fuck is happening on thursday i'll be honest with you guys because we were supposed to have a reverse debate maybe we'll have a free-for-all thursday Maybe we'll have a three-for-all Thursday Black Rock edition because that's kind of the thing that's yeah. in the headlines right now. Blacked to... Rock edition. Black... Thank you. Thank you, Gio. That's going to be the title. I, yeah. I couldn't agree more. And then here is what else we are having down the line. And uh, I think, uh, James, you're going to be interested in uh, some of these. You were going to have Bog Beef Tuesday, June 22. Are you going to be around for that? I have no clue who the fuck Bog Beef is. So you will. Okay. Next, we have a lovely Polish lady named Tara Zepanski. Gio, I sent you her stuff, right? Don't no, tell you me didn't. I, did. I didn't. Fuck, I'm going to send it to you right now because I keep forgetting. Also, to cut in quick, Minotaur, if I do do that episode, I will most likely have size chat on because I will be asking him. So, Hell yeah. And uh, here we go. Here, here is Tara, by the way. Here is her Twitter. I'm posting it size in the, chat, in the chat. Size queen, I love that. Wait, oh no, that's not her. That's I was about to her. say that's 17 followers, <laughs> that's, four that's, tweets. That's a different Tara. Hold on. No, hold yeah, on. Delete that. Love, Sa- delete. Same name. Polish American. I'm not going to delete it. Who, who the fuck cares? Delete this. Here we go. Th- this <laughs> is the one. Polish American Brotherhood. Uh, so more followers, right? The 9,184. And uh, Tara Zipanski. She does a lot of web blogs and um, like live streams in New York City catching all the action that's going on right now with all the uh, craziness of white boy summer anyway after her we are going to have uh for the left stream on sunday june 27th stone age herbalist is coming in so guys be sure to subscribe to um my channel as well and we gotta YouTube. have a juneteenth com. stream when's that when's that it's juneteenth it's uh Wait, what if instead it was called a uh, Juneteenth stream? <laughs> <laughs> well, if instead it was called Juneteenth stream, we have June. Well, what about Jews? Well, the what person who created the concept. After well, all? You know what I could do? You know what I could do for Juneteenth, which is the 19th, right? I believe so, yes. Well, that's where the name came from, Lev. <laughs> that is Juneteenth. the name came from. Anyway, uh, that is, okay, that's a Saturday Shit, you know, maybe I could do a Patreon episode where I walk around the Jewish neighborhoods. <laughs> we walk around Jewish neighborhoods. We point out that it'd be like, that is Jew, that is not Jew, that is Jew, that is not Jew. <laughs> this is a good place, a good deli, you know, you have a big old sandwich. Oh, the deli, yeah, they have best, the uh, best Jewish meat you'll ever have besides my own schlock. <laughs> Yeah, Macha said the seven man philosophy chats with Davis Bard logo or Kino. Yeah, my rabbi blessed that himself. Three. <laughs> oh, yeah, number three is definitely coming, and who knows who else we're gonna bring on for that one. And uh, let's see what yeah, we else. keep adding new people every time that, <laughs> but the okay. core group of me, you, Bard. Um, uh, small logo, follower. small follower, and Joel Davis that keeps. Yes. Oh, who, who ne- am I? Oh, and we had Paul Town last time. Paul so Town, was... yes. And Tuesday... that stream, by the way, that like just to tell you personally, Machas, 
I cried at the end of that stream. The first one was big, but the second one, I was literally, I I was motivated to make a dry point etching of the of the stream. I'm gonna release it soon. I was nice. brought to tears after that stream. That was to me one of the hallmarks of breakthroughs, at least personally. And I didn't um, even extract any of the shorts from that yet. I'm behind. I got to do more shorts. Yeah, anyway, you have to, man. Tuesday, Tuesday, June 29th, Sticks Hex and Hammer 666. Oh, God. Oh, God, yes. Oh, I'm very excited man. about that one. And that one's at Squinty 11. Eyes. That one's at 11 a.m., so you better uh, wake up early for that one. Then we have Tuesday, July 6th. I have to confirm her just because it was so far away when we originally agreed. But uh, Default Friend. Oh, that's nice. a nice picture. Well, and on the seventh day, God created. I couldn't agree more. So That's true. Yes, Default Friend, Tuesday, July 6th. And we are going to have Uncle Doomer thursday july oh, 8th hell yeah there we go finally I love got one doomer. Nice. there Dude, doomer is one just awesome he's one of my favorite mutuals good friend Two, one of the best fucking posters of all time oh yeah he's one of the he's one of the few people i'll just every now and then i'll just go to his timeline and just fucking scroll through everything i've missed because his posts are just so good excellent and let's see who else we are going to have wilfred riley coming in thursday august 5th so for those who do not know who wilford riley is he is an american political scientist and he wrote the book hate crime hoax how the left is selling a fake race war uh and uh he also did a uh televised debate against alt-right personality jared taylor in 2016 so we are going to have him on that should be a very exciting episode and uh we also are going to have chad wait me i think we're gonna have chad hag coming up tuesday august 10th we're gonna see i gotta confirm with him and we are gonna have jason Giorgiani coming in thursday august 19th we're gonna talk about ufos and uh a lot of other oh we're gonna stuff. get chad hag yeah what? hell yeah yeah okay. my favorite oh when when is that gonna be well that should be august 10th tuesday yeah, but i gotta confirm based. i gotta yeah, confirm. i'm gonna try gotta my best to get into contact with storm king for that one i'm Excellent. gonna maybe if you love if you maybe reach out to dogbot um we'll see what we, we'll see what happens because i know for a fact he'd want to be in that one then we got jason reza Giorgiani. by the way by the way shout out because Giorgiani was recently interviewed again by him star truth radio i recently recorded my episode for the first time hopefully not the last with stark truth radio coming out this friday i've been told so shout out to my good friend robert stark shout out to his co-host matt peggins oh my god i it was a blast we talk about art talk about the 2016 talk about uh architecture um uh the bug men uh it's it's, it's amazing oh we talk about prison as well talk about wig splitting in that episode so you know, why is it that when I look at the Star uh, Stark Truth Radio thumbnail, although I'm not seeing it over here, but it reminds me of Terry Davis for some reason? Well, I mean, <laughs> they look kind of similar. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, good. So I'm not crazy. All right. James Healy, any final promotions? Anything you want uh, to. Yes. Add? If, uh, unless Lev lied to me, we're going to be doing the BTR MK Ultra Money episode soon <laughs> in oh, person. Yeah. If Lev gets his fucking ass over my goddamn apartment, like he said he's going to fucking do. And uh, it will be me, Lev, Jules, and Arsene. Uh, so hopefully uh, that happens soon. Right, Lev? 
right right yeah 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 you're stuttering but you better fucking pull through or i'm gonna run up on you and fucking coney island bitch so um that and uh coney coney island 2012 yeah coney island 2012 coney island 2012 Uh, you have you have to come soon for the episode and if you're not at my birthday party that's where i really get the 3d printer out um but yeah so why i actually uh, gotta run guys so we gotta cut all right so subscribe to mk ultra money patreon.com slash mk ultra money listen to to the bitcoin miami episode up now on spotify and if it's not up now, it'll be up in a couple of minutes. Did you get to meet Tim Dillon? No, I didn't. Oh, I damn. I would, yeah, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing if we get him on BTR. That'd be... Yeah. Yeah. Soon. We're working... Look, we're not going to be able to do this if you don't support us, but you are supporting us, and you need to support us much more so that we can grow. We you just got another have... $30 patron the other day. Yes. Please send more. I'm going to send yes. him two prints just for, out of gratitude because we haven't had a lot of $30 patrons. And, and, and guys, listen... Also, you have to keep in mind. It's either like five dollars or fifty dollars. I can't fucking believe that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, okay, okay. You also have to keep in mind that we are also on the audio platforms. I don't show the audio platforms enough, and I'm gonna do it right now. We are so on we, Spotify. Yes. Even though I can't on... listen to it in Canada, um, without paying. Really? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. We. Yeah. We. We don't have Spotify here unless you pay for it. Damn. So, didn't even know that. Oh, I just noticed I wasn't scrolling. Here we go. The Polish girls distracted me. So Spotify over here. That's the link. Okay, that's the link to James's Spotify, and that's the link to my Spotify uh, to break the rules. And uh, you could also follow us on iTunes. Please leave us a rating on iTunes. All the people who are watching this, here is the iTunes leave link. Leave us a review. Yeah, le- leave uh, leave MK Ultra Money a ratings on iTunes too. You're on after iTunes all- too, James. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was the first All thing right. we started promoting at, oh, wow. until I figured Spotify was better since you know everyone has Spotify. But uh, yeah. I got yeah, I got review bombed at like beginning of May when they when the fucking OnlyFans girls tried to cancel me. So we have like a two point four <laughs> on oh fucking uh, on iTunes. But I will say the negative reviews did did bring in a lot of viewers, so it it worked in favor. Based, so. based, excellent. There we go. Well, so I guess set- the e girls posted another owl going after you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All you girls can do is post sales. All right. The episode is definitely up right now. I just checked Spotify, Bitcoin Miami trip. It's up. Uh, yes, it's up on iTunes as well. I'm seeing yeah, it right yeah. here and I'm posting it. Right iTunes, I actually here. got the notification for this one. I, I just saw. So it's a great episode. You'll hear all about the trip. It was a wild trip. So, yeah, and it is currently 2.5 stars. Oh, we went up 0.1. Let's go. Yeah, 190 2.5. ratings. Lev, go leave a fucking five star <laughs> review right now. I don't have an you Apple need the product. Good roast. Uh, yeah. otherwise, See, that's why, I, that's why I shill the Spotify because, you know, there's fucking losers like you that are on fucking Android. <laughs> smells like broken here. Yeah. <laughs> No, okay. Now I think we've shilled all their okay. Geo's channel, and then we're yeah. Actually... I'm going. I'm, I'm, I uh, have to put out another painting video, but I'm going to record um, a, a podcast with a good friend of mine on video art and hopefully um, Y2K aesthetic uh, stuff. With oh my hell good, yeah, yeah. With my you know good me, friend. I love a Y2K aesthetic. Oh yeah, yeah, man. We're gonna talk a little bit about it. Um, hopefully more. I mean, she's kind of weary because she's got some IRL stuff that to do with it. But I'm having uh, my good friend on first interview for my own personal channel. Um, 
with uh, Impossible Princess uh, on Twitter. Um, you could find your stuff at uh, at Impossible Princess. Um, yeah, You're telling so. me this princess is impossible? Like, why? Why is it, why is it impossible? Is she trans or something? Yeah. Pink, I think her handle is uh, at... Um, Pink pill, she, she's something. an impossible princess, just yeah. like you have the impossible burger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. No. Anyways, I got to go, fellas. So this is the end of the stream. This is the end of the um, stream, officially. It ended up working out. Like, this short time, you got to go, yeah. and we all have to go. This is perfect. A nice short stream for all the good people. Patreon.com slash break the rules. Patreon.com slash MKUltramoney. And why is it oh, that yeah. I'm not seeing subscribers over here? All you yeah. people who have not subscribed, subscribe right now. I'm going to screenshot You're getting that the rope if you don't subscribe. I'm getting the 3D printer, and you think it's a joke, and it is a joke if the feds are listening. Yes, and the rope is to uh, decorate, uh, right? Like, what do you use a rope yeah, to yeah, decorate? Yeah, 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 sure. You know what it is? It's a rope of sausages. That's what okay. it is. It's link. It's links, sausage links. Yeah, the hot links. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's what it is. So anyway, guys, subscribe. Patreon.com slash break the rules. You know it. You love it. A lot of awards. I don't need to mention them here. You guys are going to get a lot of great stuff. Definitely legit. The magnet, definitely legit over here. Arf, 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 bark, bark, bark. Definitely legit. Get definitely legit. <laughs> anyway, guys, this is the $30 end of patron get a print from the no Lafio and No GF series. Uh-huh. That's God right. God bless. Goodbye. Oh, wait, you say it, then I say it. So, yeah. Yes. Good night. Mwah. Good night, everybody. Yeah, 